Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we will talk with former IU women's basketball player Amanda Cahill, who finished her fifth season in Luxembourg. Grace Berger is drafted in the WNBA by the Indiana Fever. Mike Woodson lands a seven-footer. Tamar Bates finds a new home, and IU football closes out spring practice with spring football Saturday. We will have a look at our high school scoreboard and look ahead to the week in IU athletics, so let's talk sports. We will start with IU women's basketball player Grace Berger being drafted 7th overall in the 2023 WNBA draft by the Indiana Fever. She becomes the first Hoosier drafted in the first round and fifth overall is the third time that the Fever have taken a Hoosier as she joins Jory Davis in 2011 and Allie Patberg in 2022. Both were taken with the 33rd pick. Jill Chapman was taken 21st overall by the Detroit Shock in 2002 and Quasi Barnes was taken 22nd overall in 1998 by the Sacramento Monarchs. Berger played 148 games, making 118 starts and winning 118 games, making her the winningest player in IU women's basketball history. She won 74.6% of her games in college and 83.1% inside Simon Scott Assembly Hall. And the Fever had the first overall pick in the WNBA draft for the first time, and they took South Carolina forward slash center Aaliyah Boston as expected with that number one overall pick. So IU fans will get to see Grace Berger just up the road in Cambridge Fieldhouse this summer as a member of the Indiana Fever. Indiana men's basketball has added Kalel Ware to the roster. Ware is 7 foot 210 pounds and will have three years of eligibility remaining after playing one season at the University of Oregon. Ware played 35 games and started four for the Ducks, averaging 6.6 points, 4.1 rebounds, and 15.8 minutes per game. Ware led the Ducks with 45 blocked shots, and he was a 2022 McDonald's All-American out of North Little Rock, Arkansas, and at North Little Rock High School. He played in the Jordan Brand Classic All-Star Game along with Hoosiers Jalen hood Shafino and Malik Renew, and he is the second Hoosier player to be added to the roster this offseason, joining Peyton Sparks from Winchester, Indiana, and Ball State University. Former IU men's basketball player Tamar Bates has transferred to the University of Missouri. Bates from Kansas City, Kansas, is going closer to home. He played two seasons at IU and was the first recruit under Mike Woodson. Played his final year of high school ball at IMG Academy in Florida and was committed to Texas as a five-star recruit before a coaching change reopened his recruitment. Bates this season, 22 points against Jackson State, 19 against Nebraska and Kennesaw State, and 17 against Michigan State at home in which his daughter Leilani won the baby call race at halftime of that game. Bates also was inconsistent, struggled in the NCAA tournament, struggled down the stretch, only scoring one time in double figures in his last 17 games. He tweeted out a picture of he in a Missouri Tiger jersey and Leilani dressed head to toe 
in a Missouri Tiger costume. So best of luck to Tamar Bates and his family as they move on to the University of Missouri. IU football closes out the 2023 spring practice season with spring football Saturday at Memorial Stadium. Last Saturday, it was a beautiful day for IU fans to see what the 2023 season is going to look like for Tom Allen's football team. The Hoosiers scrimmaged for an hour with the Crimson team, which was on defense, beating the Cream team offense 25-17. The offense threw two touchdown passes and a field goal. Defense got points for three missed field goals and interception and stopped the offense on the final play of the game inside the five-yard line team went through drills and had some friend-friendly competitions, and fans got to meet and greet the team afterward down on the field. High school sports time. Let's check the local high school scoreboard. In baseball, Terre Haute North beat Edgewood 4-2. Bedford North Lawrence beat Bloomington South 9-4. Bloomington North beat Terre Haute South 2-0. Bloomington South beat Terre Haute North 8-6. Bloomington North beat Northview 13-4. Indian Creek beat Edgewood 9-7. Bloomington North beat Martinsville in the doubleheader 10-3 and 4-2. Bloomington South beat East Central 11-0 and 12-11. In softball, Bloomington South beat Southport 12-0 in five innings. Bloomington North 17-6 over White River Valley in five innings. Edgewood 13-3 over Indian Creek in six innings. Bloomington South 11-0 over Terre Haute North in five innings. Terre Haute South 13-10 over Bloomington North. Martinsville 9-3 over Bloomington North. And Mooresville 5-2 over Bloomington South. In girls track and field, Terre Haute South won a three-way meet, 74-54 to for Edgewood and 39 for Mooresville. Bloomington South dominates Martinsville 102-7. All three county schools were represented at the Franklin Central Mile Showcase on Friday night. In boys track and field, Mooresville won a three-way meet, 83-43.5 for Terre Haute South and 18.5 for Edgewood. Bloomington South 88-12 over Martinsville. Both Bloomington North and Bloomington South at the Franklin Central Mile Showcase. Bloomington North second at the Ben Davis Relays with a score of 106. In girls tennis, Bloomington North wins the Silver Creek Invite. Bloomington North beat Bedford North Lawrence 4-1. Edgewood 5-0 over Owen Valley. Bloomington South 3-2 over Bedford North Lawrence. Bloomington North 5-0 over Columbus East. Brown County 5-0 over Edgewood. Bloomington North 3-2 over Terre Haute South. Edgewood beat West Vigo 3-2. And Northview beat Edgewood 3-2. In boys golf, Bloomington South 322, Edgewood 393. Edgewood 164, Brown County 208, Owen Valley 212. Edgewood finished fourth at the Edgewood Invite with a score of 341. And Bloomington South wins the Washington Hatchet Invitational with a score of 297. As a look at our local high school scoreboard, when we come back, we'll talk to former IU women's basketball player Amanda Cahill. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning online at carpetcleaningbrothers.com. 
Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Hi, I'm Coach Jay McCool, defensive coordinator for the Indiana Cutters semi-pro football team, and I listen to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest, she just finished her fifth season in Luxembourg. She played last summer in Australia. She is former IU women's basketball player, Amanda Cahill. Amanda, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Your third appearance on the show. You're still in Luxembourg, so I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. Yeah, Nick, thanks for having me. It's always nice getting to catch up with you and chat on the show. Well, I appreciate it. And of course, Hoosier Nation always is is wanting to have updates on you and how you're doing. And of course, you are doing well, as always. Unfortunately, your team just lost in the semifinals of the league, two games to nothing. You had two good games, 25 points and 27 points. But I know, unfortunately, you lost your American teammate due to injury. And I know it was really hard in that second game, but just talk about how your season's been and obviously everything that's going on over there. Yeah, like you mentioned, we just finished up. This was probably one of my strangest seasons that I've played in since we've been here. We had a lot of stops and starts and kind of just how our scheduling worked out. There were 11 teams in the league, so every team had a bye at least one weekend. And just, again, how the scheduling worked out and with a few breaks that they had, we had multiple breaks of three, four weeks. I feel like got us a little bit out of rhythm, but we ended up finishing fourth. We had some good moments, had a few losses that probably we should not have had. Overall, I think we were playing at a pretty high level at the end of the year. And unfortunately, we lost by in the semifinals. It was a series of best of three, and we lost the first game by four with some unfortunate things happening down the stretch, including the other professional player, Kier Anthony, got a concussion and wasn't able to play in the second game. So that just kind of made it challenging for the team. But I was really proud of my team for fighting hard, and they're a great group of girls. So it makes it nice. And again, being away from home, having people around me that are, you know, just good people. And it's always nice to have that and kind of like a family as well over here. Your fifth season over there, is it hard to believe it's been that long since you've been at IU? Yeah, it really has flown by. Um, Sometimes I can't believe it, especially crazy to me seeing the roster. I followed, of course, their great season this year. Now I'm far enough removed. I haven't played with any of them. And it's just, it's such a kind of weird feeling, but always awesome to see their progress. And I'm definitely always tuned in. But yeah, in regards to my fifth year, it's definitely gone by fast. It's been a really enjoyable experience. Well, that is good to hear. Of course, the team that you played in the semifinals, they won the league the last two seasons. They've won the regular season three out of five years that you've been there. They were runner-up in 2020 in the regular season. Of course, they also were runner-up in 2019 for the league playoffs. 
what is it about this team? They seem to be the standard of basketball in Luxembourg. Yes, they're uh, pretty dominant here for the most part. This year, there's another team that I think it'll be a tough matchup in the finals for them. But they have quite a few of the national team players on their team and have had the same professional professional player for a fair chunk of those years that is a really good player. So I think that has just kind of led to them having good chemistry and pretty good success. You've talked about when been on the show before that you're actually your teammates in Luxembourg are not professionals. They are amateurs. They actually work full-time jobs. You and Kier Anthony are considered the professionals. You also have two French teammates. So how weird is it when you have your teammates working during the day? I know your practices are at night and you're just basically working out. I know you're teaching at the international school. How unusual is it to basically be the pro playing with what is considered amateurs over there? Yeah, it it makes it a little challenging during the week when we have games, say, on a Wednesday, just because I think that plays a factor into our performance, because if you're working your full-time job all day and then rushing to a game, I think that takes a toll on your um, energy levels. I think it's just something that's pretty common for them, and they're used to it, so they do a great job of balancing it all and, again, performing well in both their job and their sport. And I know that communication over there is obviously important. They all speak English. They all speak several languages. I know last season you had a French teammate and she was getting better as you went during the season speaking English. How were your French teammates this year? Great. It is amazing the progress that especially the one Emily Lade has made from the beginning of last year where she spoke very minimal English to now it's you can have pretty regular conversations with her. And I think a lot of that is our coach is also American. And then just being around the team, we mostly speak in English together. And just, again, from that, those practices and games throughout the year and last year, she has made such progress. It's honestly, it's really amazing. In your 23 games this year, your team was 14 and 10, averaged 38.1 minutes. You scored 25.2 points a game. You shot 63.3% from the field, 46.4 from three. 88.8 from the free throw line, 10.8 rebounds, 5.1 assists, but you played 14 games of 40 minutes or more. You had four games where you played more than 30 minutes and five where you played in between 35 and 39, but you're obviously used to that because like you told me before, you're expected to carry a lot of the minutes for your team. Yes, I think it's again, just being kind of used to it and making sure to take care of my body, stretching extra and taking the rest when I do need it, especially on days after the games, making sure I'm not doing too much and kind of letting my body recover. So then I'm ready to go the following week. Now you had a triple double. I see 27 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists, January the 7th. Is that your first career triple double? I think I had one last year as well. Uh, not a lot. I don't have a lot under on my belt. So, <laughs> Well, I didn't know if you ever had one in high school. Um, Honestly, I'm not sure. I don't think so, though. I'm not sure. I can't say that confidently, but I would guess probably not. Well, we know that you're used to double-doubles because you had several here at IU, and this season you've had 10 of them. What was that triple-double like for you? Honestly, I was kind of surprised when I saw it. It's just sometimes when you're in the flow of the game, you don't realize, especially when it's some of the assists are just swinging the ball or quick dump-offs or things like that. So 
I think my coach and team knew after the game I mentioned it, but it was nice we got the win. And again, it's it's always cool to be able to see kind of the difference you're making on the court, especially with assists. I always like getting more assists and getting 10 is obviously a goal. So that was really great to see because it means my other teammates are getting involved and having good games as well. Have you noticed a difference from when you first arrived over there to now in terms of your team, in terms of the style, just in terms of everything that you've had to adjust to since being overseas? I've had quite a few different coaches. I had the same one last year and this year, but other than that, my other years, I had a different one each time. So I think it honestly just kind of depends on which coach we have. We've had some turnover with players, but mostly the core of us have been here for the majority of the time. So it's been nice kind of, again, not only getting in a flow with them on the court, but just getting to know them better as people. And like I mentioned, they're um, really high character people. So I would say that's been definitely a positive. But in terms of style of play, again, it kind of depends on what the coach has in mind for each year. You were an elementary education major at IU. You've been able to do some teaching at the international school over there. I know that was one of the main reasons that you returned to Luxembourg for this season. How has that been going for you? Good. It's a pretty nice setup. Like I mentioned, it's an international school, so it's really cool seeing the kids that are from all over the world and just kind of getting a little bit of sense of different cultures and them all there learning and us all together. It's in the city, so about 15 minutes or so from my house, and it's nice, too, to kind of have just something else to do other than basketball. I think sometimes we have a fair bit of free time, like I mentioned, with our practices being in in the evening and then working out during the day when I don't substitute. But again, it's just nice having maybe something else work-related to focus on, and I obviously am passionate about education and working with children, so it's good to do that and have a little bit of a professional purpose outside of basketball. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Amanda Cahill after this timeout, this is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MAT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MAT. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dylan Wallace, sports editor at the Seymour Tribune, and I listen to Talking Sports on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jason on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, former IU women's player Amanda Cahill, finishing up her fifth season 
in Luxembourg, where she joins me. Amanda, we were talking about your time in Luxembourg, but in between last summer, you got to spend it in Australia playing for the Ipswich Force in the NBL 1 division. Your boyfriend, Henry, also played down there. You were both MVPs of your league. So talk about your time down under. Yeah, it was really, really fun experience. It's a pretty good level of basketball, so it was fun competing in that. And I really enjoyed my teammates. And it was nice, again, Henry playing there as well, because we got to spend a lot of time together and just experience the country. We were near Brisbane, so Ipswich is a little bit outside of it, but where we lived was about halfway. So again, it was it was just a really fun summer. We got to go to the beach some. I got to try surfing. That was a fun experience. We went one weekend to Sydney and saw the Opera House and all of the sites there. We actually went skydiving. It was just a really fun, memorable summer. So again, basketball was great, but also just getting to go there and see different things and experience different things. Seeing kangaroos. I got to hold a koala. So yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. Obviously, Australia is a country that's very passionate about basketball. There are several Australian players in the Big Ten, like Jazz Shelley, Isabel Bourne from Nebraska, Abby Ellis from Purdue, Chloe Bibby, who graduated from Maryland. What did you notice about the playing against the, the Australians down there that stood out to you? As a general population, a pretty athletic, fitness-minded group, I think that, again, just culturally, I think they take their health pretty seriously and they're, I would say like on the average, pretty like tall and fit. So I think that obviously helps. And again, just having that mindset of sports being important and investing in that and focusing on that helps the development of the players. Did playing last summer, you know, after playing a full season in the fall and winter and spring and then going to Australia playing in the summer, Was that a benefit for you, or were you like, "Eh, that's a lot of basketball to play? Uh, I think that a little bit of both. I think it was a good experience, so I was looking forward to it. The challenging part is, again, with playing overseas, especially you're away from your family. And I got to go home a week before I went to Australia and about a week and a half or two weeks before I came back to Luxembourg after Australia. But I think being away for pretty much the whole year was a little tough. And again, I'm fortunate my family's been able to visit some and going home, I think, over the holidays here and there. But again, it just say that was the hardest part of just doing it back to back. Of course, you just got done with your season, but you're going to remain over in Luxembourg as you got some exciting news to share. So talk about what your plan is this summer. Yeah, so the Luxembourg national team asked me to participate in the small countries competition, which is done by the Olympic Committee. And it's pretty neat. It's some of the other small countries around. I know Cyprus is in it. And honestly, I couldn't speak on all the other countries, but I know there's, I think, six or seven, depending on who all comes. But we are going to Malta to participate and play different games against each other. And then it's again, it's kind of a neat thing because they do like an opening ceremony and medals and things like that. So that will be at the end of May till early June. So we'll start practicing for that soon. And the reason I'm able to do that is because they're allowed. I think one is the rule, non-Luxembourgish player, but you've had to have played in Luxembourg for three years, which again, that qualifies me. So looking forward to that experience and also to seeing Malta because I haven't been there. Yeah, I've heard that Malta is an incredible country to visit. As you mentioned, 
international basketball, they're allowed one naturalized citizen. Of course, your citizenship with dual citizenship with Luxembourg and the United States, they're working on that. So congratulations on that. What an exciting opportunity. And of course, that's becoming more commonplace that you've seen a lot of Americans, all these different European countries to be naturalized and play for different countries like Serbia, Belarus, among others. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't get it with the national team, but I since I'll be here next season for five years because I'm planning on returning next year for one final year, I'll be able to qualify for that. I think next February it is. The only thing standing between me and it is I have to pass a Luxembourgish uh, language test. So I'm trying to work on my Luxembourgish skills, but they're not great. <laughs> so hopefully I can um, get by with that and be able to get that next year. But yeah, it's just, it's really nice again, because I'm able to still obviously keep my American citizenship and then have both. For me personally, I'm not looking to continue playing, but players that do do that, and then they have both of them. They can make a lot of money and get in pretty good leagues having that European passport. So I'm just more doing it depending on what it, I decide to do in the future. And if Henry and I end up staying in Europe for a little while, being able to have that. Or again, this is pretty far down the line. But if kids someday want to ever come to Europe to play, they'll already have that advantage. Well, that is definitely a uh, exciting time for you, and, and we're all excited for you to continue with your career overseas. Of course, you follow the Hoosiers from a distance. What a great season IU's had. You know, one thing you and I talked about was, of course, your last game here at IU was against Virginia Tech in the WNIT Championship. At the time, that was the largest crowd in IU women's basketball history. Well, that got shattered four times this year with them selling out Purdue, Miami, Tennessee Tech in the tournament, and then Iowa. I know you're very excited to see what Coach Morton and his team have achieved, but she always credits you and Tyra Buss for being the start of what IU women's basketball has become. So now what are your thoughts on what the Hoosiers have done since you graduated? Yeah, I I mean, I'm... So, so excited and so proud of them and their success. And again, to have been a small part of that and be able to be an alumni of IU. And again, it's really awesome, too, that it's three of the four coaches are still on the coaching staff. Allie Patberg's there, who is there as a redshirt my senior year. So it's kind of nice having still that those familiar faces, like I mentioned earlier to you before we began this. It's kind of weird when I've been out so long that I haven't played with people that are on the team now. But again, I've always following, always excited for them. With the time change here, I made sure to get up and watch some of their games. And again, it's it's just awesome, just not only as an IU fan, but as a women's basketball fan, just to see the support grow and again, see all the sellout tickets and all the success and see Grace Berger getting drafted. And it's just, it's been really fun to watch the run and have that close connection with it. Your fellow teammate who graduated the same year, Tyra Bush, she's now Tyra Davidson, married to former Wisconsin men's basketball player Brad Davidson. They are in Lithuania this year. I know this is Tyra's first year of playing professional ball after an opportunity in Greece fell through. Have you been able to talk to her? Have you been able to keep up with how she's doing? And watching you guys succeed overseas, it's like, well, this is what we saw for four years at IU. So what do you think of how Tyra's doing in Lithuania? Yeah, I've been able to catch up with her some. It's been nice being able to see how well she's doing, especially after taking time off. She's picked it back up like like nothing, um, which I knew she would. And it's, again, it's, 
always good. I think it's great to see success in basketball, but also just to see her success as a person and being able to be there with Brad. And I know she's enjoying that experience of being with him. So again, I'm just really happy for her and always supporting. Got about a minute left. Of course, Grace Berger got drafted seventh to the Indiana Fever, so she's staying in state. I know Hoosier Nation's excited. The first IU women's player to be drafted in the WNBA first round. Uh, just your thoughts on on what this the success that Coach Morin's had, Coach of the Year awards. I mean, just taking this program to new heights. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm a huge fan of Grace as a player and a person. So I'm really happy to see her success. And it's great that she gets to stay in Indiana and not too far from her hometown either. So I think that'll be a great opportunity for her. And I'm excited to see all the success that she's going to have. Well, Amanda, I really appreciate the time. I'm always happy to catch up with you. We're all, Hoosier Nation's always proud of you for everything that you achieved. I thank you very much for the time. We'll definitely catch up soon and Always appreciate And I know it's a little late over there, so I appreciate you staying up and getting to talk with me. I always appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nick. I always enjoy getting to talk with you as well. My thanks to Amanda Cahill for being my guest this week. And IU Sports tomorrow, baseball host Louisville, 6 o'clock at Bart Kaufman Field and the game on ESPNU. Wednesday, baseball is at Cincinnati, 6 o'clock on ESPN+. Friday, women's golf at the Big Ten Championships in Pittsburgh. Track hosts the Indiana Invitational. Softball at Rutgers, 3 p.m. on BTN+. The Little 500 women's bike race, 4 o'clock at Bill Armstrong Stadium. Baseball hosts Ohio, 6 p.m. on BTN+. Men's tennis at Wisconsin at 6 o'clock. Saturday, women's golf at the Big Ten Championships in Pittsburgh. Rowing's at Ohio State, along with Michigan State, men's golf at the Fighting Illini Collegiate in Urbana, Illinois. Track hosts the Indiana Invitational, men's tennis at Penn State at noon. Baseball hosts Ohio at 1 o'clock on BTN+. The Little 500 men's bike race, 2 o'clock at Bill Armstrong Stadium. Softball at Rutgers, 3 p.m. on BTN+. Women's golf at the Big Ten Championships in Pittsburgh. Men's golf at the Fighting Illini Collegiate in Urbana, Illinois. Men's tennis at Ohio State at noon. Baseball host Ohio at noon, BTN Plus. And softball at Rutgers, 1 o'clock on BTN Plus. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jengison. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. This was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.